suffering succotash. It is NH Unscripted once again, you lucky souls. I am Ray Dudley, your host, coming to you from the Taj Mahal-like digs of the WKXL Studios in Concord. All right, get out your transistor radios. You know the drill. On the AM band, 1450. Flip over to the FM band, 103.9. Both of those are for you folks in Concord. And for you blessed souls in the Manchester area, 101.9 FM. And we can be found at NH Talk Radio as well. All of our uh, previous shows and all the archives of the other great shows here at KXL are out there. In studio with me today is Tom Lott from the Actors Coop. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Hang on, because I know what I have to do, Kat. I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, Lakes Region Friends in Guilford. Folks, folks, pull in close. Gather the kitties around the radio because I'm about to tell you the story of Lakes Region Fence. LRFence.com. LRFence.com. They do it all. I have been out to their website. Actually, I've been on some of their job sites. They do some of the most amazing work. They have cedar that they use in their cedar fencing that you cannot get at the big box stores. So if you're thinking, you know, I just do this fence my eh, don't do it they do cedar high quality i'm talking like the kind of stuff that smells like pencils when you're sitting out in your backyard they have powder coated aluminum they have chain link they do pool fences they do property line fences they do commercial things come on they do it all lrfence.com lrfence.com lakes region fence guys in guilford thank you matt we appreciate you sponsoring our show now I need to get back to Tom, who's sitting here. Oh, yeah, Tom's been sitting here. I might bring it up. I know I shouldn't, but this gracious soul, I screwed him over time-wise. So we got to make up for that. Tom is with the Actors Coop from Derry. Is that correct? That's correct, out of Derry. Tell me about them. Yeah, so Actors Coop Theater, or ACT, as we like to kind of abbreviate. Yeah, we all like to call them ACT. It's for the cool kids. Uh, so we are the adults side to Kids Coop Theater out of Derry. Uh, so we launched the adults program uh, during uh, COVID, coming out of COVID, because we were finding that kids were kind of aging out of the KCT program, the Kids Coop program, and not really having anywhere to go. So we wanted to make sure that they had a place that they could still go and be included uh, and create uh, art and foster that side to it. So we created the adult side, which uh, is out of Derry and 18 plus. Uh, so that we can keep uh, them involved in the programs. Whereabouts are you guys in Derry? So we are on East Derry Road. We are kind of right up the road from uh, Pinkerton, uh, right up next to the uh, Boys and Girls Club. Ah, got you, got you, got you. How old is the group? This is our third season with ACT. We launched our first program, or first production in 2022. Uh, So a little over a year and a half now that we've been acting together, but third season, um, fourth production uh, just opened last weekend at the Hatbox. Um, the Kids Coop program has been around for, I want to say, 25 or 26 seasons now. He mentioned the Hatbox Theater. That is the trigger. That is the segue as to why he's in here today. For all of you who hang on every episode that we have here, you may recall, children, that the last episode I had Andrew Pennard, good friend of mine. 
who is the uh, founder of the Hatbox Theater in Concord at the Steeplegate Mall. And I told Andrew I wanted to talk to the folks from Hand of God. They are in, he is in here today. Tom, tell me about, well, you know what? Before we do that, why don't you give me a little bit of background about yourself? Do you, when did you get the hook? How, how did that happen for you? Yeah, so I have been lucky enough that my mother and grandparents really had an appreciation for theater, loved theater. They came from New York, uh, moved up here in 1990, so they've had a deep appreciation like for downtown theater. downtown New York? Like, uh, They are from Bayside, uh, so... That was the sound of my eyes rolling back in my head. I have no idea to do that. I'd like to say I do, but I don't either, so... Okay. Um, but they... Uh, my mother and grandfather worked in Manhattan, so went to Broadway a bunch. Um, so I grew up going to see theater with my uh, grandparents in the Nashua and Manchester area, getting to really uh, create that appreciation for it. And then got involved in high school with the production of High School Musical. Really enjoyed yes. that. Uh, went to college at NEC, just up the road in uh, Henniker, uh, and auditioned for their main stage production got into that and just fell in love with it from there. So um, ended up taking on a minor and then accidentally double majoring in theater as yeah, well. Yeah, we all double major, you know. You know. Casually as one does. <laughs> um, did that, graduated, ended up working professionally in the industry. So I went up to Gene's Playhouse up in Lincoln right after graduation. What? And worked up there for about nine months. What? And then went to the palace and worked there for what? a year and a half. You're a seasoned veteran already. Seasoned veteran already. You only already. look like you're 15 years old. Know, My right? God. I I'm playing a 14-year-old in Sound of Music. It's fine. Did he just lay down that? He's in Sound of Music. Oh, my God. I can't believe you went there already. Um, how did you get involved with them, the Actors Coop? So I met uh, my business partner, Angelica Rosenthal, uh, back in Hi, 2018. Uh, we were in a production of Macbeth together at the Hatbox. Uh, so we met. I think I saw that show. It was a great production. Oh, my uh, God. Lots of fun on that one. Um, so Matt got to know each other during that. Uh, she was doing a lot of work with actor singers. She had a title of show that she was TDing, uh, the next year. So I worked on light design for her for that. And as we were working on that production, we started talking about creating a company and then COVID happened. And so we went, let's do something crazy during COVID and started working on creating a, a new company. And at that time, she was working with Kids Coop as well, uh, was talking with them about launching an adult side. And so we kind of merged forces with them to launch the Adults uh, Coop Theater or uh, Actors Cooperative Theater was uh, what we decided to go with for a name in t coming out of COVID first production in 2022. And we've just been plowing forward from there. Personally speaking for you, not for me, why do you enjoy performing? What is it about? acting performing that that keeps you motivated i mean obviously you're you're in good shape you could be playing softball bowling i mean wiffle ball this chess why why are you still performing uh for me on the performing side it's being able to push what i can do uh and being able to get me into new situations and new uh emotions that I'm getting in touch with. I really enjoy getting to tap Ooh. into different emotions and getting that 
uh, aspect to it that I don't typically get in the, the normal world. Dude, you are talking my line. This is one of the great things I like about that. And the fact that you're in the hack box, you can really amplify that kind of stuff, which I find fascinating, you know, to be able, because it, at a certain point, and you can correct me if you're wrong, but you control what they feel. Um, and I had some folks in here the other day, they, they, they love comedy and they love doing comedy. And they said, you know, well, you always hear comedy so much harder to do. And I'm not so sure I believe that. Um, it may be difficult to be a funny person, but I think drama, straight up drama, it can be so much more difficult. And if you do it correctly, you own that audience. You control their path, their emotions, the whole atmosphere of the room. You agree? Oh, absolutely. You're going to uh, be fired if you don't. So That's fine. Okay. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. And especially with intimate spaces like the hat box. Yes. Um, particularly with that space, there is no hiding when you're on stage. Well, so that's the correct answer. Everything um, that you feel, everything that you emote is absolutely visible to the audience. And so if you are doing that well, you immediately control them. But it's also very evident if someone comes out of character or has that lapse in those intimate spaces, which increases that challenge level even more. Oh, that's an excellent point about coming out of character. Because if you're on a proscenium stage that sits like way back, yeah, they can do something and hopefully nobody ever notices, but you are right there in the lap of the audience at the hat box. I love the hat box. Andrew, I love you. I love the hat box. Talk about Hand of God. Um, for people who don't know, why don't you give us an overview because there's some interesting props involved here. So why don't you take us on the journey of Hand of God? What a great way to uh, describe that. So Hand to God is a play by Robert Askins. Um, it is uh, open last weekend at the Hatbox. It's running through October 15th. Um, the show is following uh, essentially a mother and son. So there's the mother, Marjorie. Uh, played by Erica Ellis, and then uh, her son um, is Jason, played by Mark Kelly. Uh, and so they are experiencing the loss of Marjorie's husband and Jason's father. So they throw themselves into puppet ministry. Hang on to that th Yes, a cliffhanger! Tom, you hear that music? I do. Put on your tap dance shoes, baby. We're tapping into a commercial before I fall into another dementia-filled state. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your happy host, Ray Dudley, coming to you from the studios of WKXL in Concord. 1450 on the AM dial, 103.9 on the FM dial. Both of those are Concord. 101.9 for you folks in Manchester. Oh, that's FM. And you can find our archives at nhtalkradio.com. We're going to be back to talk about Hand of God. Hello, my peeps. Welcome back to NH Unscripted. I am your happy-to-get-out-of-bed host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the bunkers of the WKXL studio in Concord. And you are listening to us either at 1450 
AM or 103.9 FM in Concord or 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. We can also be found at nhtalkradio.com. In studio with me is Tom Lott from the Actors Coop. They have a production called Hand of God performing at the Hatbox Studio last weekend. Obviously, you can't go there for that then. This weekend and next weekend, and we're talking about why you need to put down the spoon, get out of the refrigerator, and go over to the Steeplegate Mall and see their show. Tom. Please regale me some more about why folks need to go see Hand of God. Absolutely. So Marjorie and Jason are throwing themselves into this puppet ministry at their church uh, because they don't uh, really know what to do with themselves and they need to do something. So they're going to do what they can to learn about puppets and create these puppets to uh, spread the word of God to the church. And so uh, also in this puppet ministry is uh, Jessica, who's played by Mackenzie Goodwin, and Timothy, who is played by Jesse Drake. Uh, And so they have this interaction between um, Jason and he has this crush on Jessica and he has this um, difficult relationship with Timothy, who kind of bullies him and picks on him throughout this, um, as well as we have Pastor Greg, who, um, as we go through the production, we learn uh, kind of as a thing for Marjorie. Uh, Pastor Greg is played by Sam Campanella. So small cast, five people in this cast. But as they go through the show, um, they have Jason's puppet Tyrone is uh, becoming uh, demon possessed. Uh, And it's this really beautiful work, uh, very funny show, um, beautiful work about how people handle loss, how they handle emotions, how I believe you use the terms. Demon possessed in beautiful production in the same sentence. Is that just true? That, that's just absolutely that? accurate. Uh, you know, there's something beautiful about some demon possession uh, with puppets. Huh, pop, yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it's a fantastic production. Uh, really tugs on both the comedy and uh, dramatic moments to it. Uh, and it has puppets, which is always fun. People love puppets. People love puppets. What could possibly go wrong with puppets? Chucky? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Anything similar to what happens in Hand to God, it's fine. Uh, I see, I see, I see. Why did you guys pick this? What 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 drew you to this non puppety puppet play? <laughs> <laughs> so this was a production that we've uh, kind of had an interest in. Uh, it did really well on Broadway. Um, it was actually in the news on Wait, Broadway. This was on Broadway. It was on Broadway. Uh, it had a. Uh, hit headlines for a little bit because one of the audience members thought that the outlets on stage were real so went up on stage <gasps> to charge their phone no yeah uh so we've incorporated that a little bit into uh, our production we've got some outlets that are very realistic looking so um <laughs> it's fine is that uh, an homage to that broadway absolutely we definitely had to put that reference in there for it um but it was a small cast it was a straight play it had puppets uh so something that we haven't gotten to work with before and so we really wanted to push ourselves and the group that we work with uh and decided to move forward with uh, hand to god so when you talk about puppets you're not talking like marionettes or you're not talking somebody's behind a screen like a a little cabinet thing and their hands are sticking up and you know 
No, not quite like that. Uh, very much their hand is inside of a puppet manipulating the mouth. They have a hand that's manipulating the arms on it. Uh, very similar to like Avenue Q. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with that. So same kind of idea. Actually, some of our puppets came from a production of Avenue Q, which is so much fun. Um, but actually, uh, Tyrone, who Mark works with uh, throughout the production, uh, Mark actually created the variations on Tyrone and uh, the different puppet aspects to him. So he got to create everything that he's working with, which is really cool to watch and see him develop with oh, that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Are there are there things that take place? First of all, is this a play which is well suited for the hat box as opposed to say, you know, a big proscenium theater that it really needs it really should have more space? Uh, I think it works really well in the intimate space uh, with the hat box. So primarily it takes place in like a church basement uh, is kind of the main setting for the show. And with the emotions that the uh, characters and actors are going through and portraying, I think having them very close to the audience in that intimate space allows that to read a lot better and gets the audience to connect with them even more and on a faster level than you might see on a proscenium stage. Huh. How about voices? Do people have to do voices and stuff? That Yeah, they... Uh, any actor that has yes. a puppet that they work with yes. has a voice that they created for their puppet. Uh, so especially with uh, Mark and Tyrone, watching him switch back and forth between the voices uh, kind of very seamlessly uh, and very quickly in a lot of the scenes is really fun to watch. Have you guys, ha has the play like evolved since you first like started? Did you find little treasures that like, oh, we could do this bit that we hadn't done before? Anything like that as you're going along? Yeah, so as we've been going through, um, uh, we give the actors a lot of kind of free reign to try things and experiment and play around. And so they've been finding little bits as they've gone that they've gotten to work into it and become very comfortable with uh, creating the character themselves and creating the actions that they're doing. So uh, as we've been going up, even kind of coming up to Tech Week, they were always finding new moments, new little things that they could include in that, which has been really fun. Man, see, that's the power of having actual good actors they will try to mine all of that stuff and not milk but be as creative as possible and, and seek to eke out every little thing they can to make for a really good show how's the audience has been Ticket sales have been lower than we've liked. The audiences themselves have been very reactive and receptive to the production. Uh, we've had very great reviews of everybody coming out. They've been very engaged in the show, so laughing and enjoying the moments, which is always great from an actor perspective, getting to uh, hear that reception. Um, so we're very thankful for the audience that we've had so far. Uh, definitely want to see you coming to the production, so more ticket sales and more get people getting out there. Get out of so the chair! There. Close the fridge and get to the Steeplegate Mall, folks! All right, is this, how would you describe it? Is it like a tearjerker? Is it a comedy? I mean, it's puppets, but. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm both. Reaching. So it's definitely, I know we got puppets. It's definitely a mature show, uh, mature themes to Ooh, it. Rated um, M. Yep, definitely uh, some sexuality aspects to PlayStation. it. PlayStation. Uh, so it's, it's a combo. There's a lot of very funny moments. There's a lot of tearjerker moments to it as well. So we're going to really hit both sides of the emotional level for you. So you're staging this production at the house. What's the most difficult part about staging it there? I think the most difficult thing with the hat box is that unlike a proscenium, you have to think about different audience sight lines. Uh, so for us, we actually went away from the three-quarter thrust for this. You so did. It's uh, kind of an L shape, so we got uh, two sides to it, um, kind of oh. creating like a corner. 
Uh, so it's important for us with the staging to make sure that everybody can see something at all times. So making sure that people don't have their back to one side of the audience entirely or making sure that they're on levels and diagonals that allow people to see different actors throughout. So um, trying to handle that configuration has been, I think, the trickiest part. Really? So is it, if you've been to the hat box, you know you kind of say, if you're in the main part, there's a left and a right section. Which section did you guys take out? We took out the left section. You did? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's really interesting. Most people kind of take out that right section, but... Um, yeah, it had to be different. So, it's not a musical, correct? It's not a musical. Okay. It is a straight play. Okay. Were there any kind of special considerations that you had to adapt to at the Hatbox to make the play work? Not really. I mean, we've been very lucky in that we've worked in the space several times now. I mean, we did Cabaret back in July. We did Twisted in the space uh, last year in uh, April. So when we were designing this, we kind of knew what we could do in the space and designed it around that. Um, I think the trickiest thing that we had to create was a swing set. Um, oh. And so that was kind of fun, uh, trying to find what would work in that space. Uh, but we found a solution and made it work. Have you, this is an actor's, uh, so we're going to get into the mechanics here. Um, how, what's the most difficult part as an actor in in taking on any of those roles with the puppet. I mean, I know it could seem fun, and it, but still, ultimately, it, it's a production. It's a play, and they have to convey certain things. Do any of the actors, was there any challenge that you're like, oh, you know what, I didn't, I never thought that I'd be up against that obstacle doing a puppet. Yeah, I think from an actor perspective, uh, the difficulty with working with puppets is that you always have to create a life in it. So um, anytime the puppet's on stage, you have to have something going on with it. Otherwise, it just looks like it's dead. So like you have to mitten. create that. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, hear the music? I do. Strapping on our tap shoes. Tom and I are dancing here for the next 60 seconds. I have more questions for Tom about the actor's coop, about him, about his history, about what's going on. In the meantime, you are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, inquisitively, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Those are both in Concord. You can also hear us 101.9 FM in Manchester and on the interwebs. We can be found at nhtalkradio.com. We are coming back. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your happy, 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 happy host. We're talking puppets today. I'm Ray Dudley, by the way, in case you didn't know. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL 1450 AM in Concord, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we are in the 21st century. Yeah, get a load of that. NHTalkRadio.com. Com is where our, our archives are, as well as all of the other programs here. Do not go there yet. Stop. I see you. I see you going, reaching for the keyboard. Do not do it. NHTalkRadio.com. 
in studio with me, if you didn't know, is Tom Lott from the Actors Coop. We are talking all things Hand of God, which is at the Hatbucks Theater over at the Steeplegate Mall. Yeah, you've been there. You probably put on your walking sneakers and have walked around there when there used to be stores in there. We are talking about the play itself. And um, Tom, tell me about the people involved. Tell me about the actors, the director. Did you have to have special people for lights and sound as well? So with this production, um, we have uh, five actors, uh, Jesse Drake, Erica Ellis, Sam Campanella, Mackenzie Goodwin, and Mark Kelly. Hello, Mark. I've worked with Mark. Uh, And then they are directed by the absolutely incredible uh, Angelica Forcier Rosenthal. Hello, Angelica. I know her. Uh, She has directed all of the ACT shows so far. She does great work. We all love working with her. Um, And she uh, really did a great job uh, creating this piece. Uh, On the light and sound side, uh, Angelica picked all of the sound for transitions and things like that. And then I created all of the uh, lights and light cues. Where have you guys been rehearsing? We've been rehearsing at the Kids Coop studio in uh, Derry. The studio yep. sounds very, very... It sounds a lot more professional and more artistic <laughs> if you call it the studio, so... It beats saying, you know, the back bedroom over there where the... <laughs> yeah, it beats the garage. Like, we, we have a studio. It's spacious. It's uh-huh, great. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's talk all things tickets. Where can they get tickets? You have a website. You guys... What's going on there? Yeah, so uh, tickets can be purchased through the Hatbox website. Correct. Um, I believe it's hatboxnh.com. Correct. Crushed it. Um, or if you just want to google hatbox theater it should pop up as well um but you can get tickets there we've got uh six more shows going up um we've got this weekend friday saturday sunday 7 30 p.m on friday and saturday two o'clock on sunday uh same thing the following weekend october 14th 15th and 16th or october 13th 14th and 15th i got excited pretty sure i'm going to be there saturday i think that's when i'm going because i get a senior discount i know i don't look it but yeah i get a senior discount do you, as a performer, so uh, people don't, audiences probably don't give a rip, but there's a big difference to me in performing at a friggin' matinee, two o'clock in the afternoon, as opposed to being in the dark at night on Friday and Saturday. You guys have a preference? To, does the show work better in the daylight or, or in the dark? Uh, what's great about the show is that it really works either way. Cause it's uh, puppets. It's puppets. It's fantastic, and we have a very professional cast that has the same energy levels. Wait uh, a minute, are you saying I'm not professional because I put a dig on matinees? It's not true. No, that hurt. Look, everyone has their thoughts about matinees. Yes, 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 we do. Um, I hate matinees. I hate them. Well, for. A variety of reasons. Okay, uh, my psychological profile is not <laughs> what needs to be done here. The actors coop. So, you've already done one show at the Hatbox. So we've two, done already? two shows at the Hatbox okay. so far. So we did uh, Twisted, the Untold Story of a Royal Vizier, uh, which was a Star Kid uh, production that back in 2022. Uh, that was our first production, uh, and then we did Cabaret back in. July uh, at the Hatbox. We had one in between those that we did at the Derry Opera House, Big the Musical, um, based on the Tom Hanks movie. Really? Yep. So uh, this is our fourth production uh, as a company, our third season overall. Uh, and we've got two more coming up after this. We've got The Trail to Oregon, which is another um, Star Kid production that goes up in May. And then we've got Cruel Intentions, the 90s musical, uh, which goes up next August. Man, wow, that's a long way out. Holy Toledo. 
Yourself, um, are you? I asked you earlier um, about whether you your group has they work as a rep as a, like a repertoire that we have a core group of of actors. Um, do you is that true? Do you do you have one core where you work out of Derry and and you invite other people in, or is it more closed and you like to work with the same people over and over and over? So. It's a very open group. So we uh, ha- do have a core that, you know, whatever show we're putting up always wants to come out and get involved, which is fantastic. We lovingly refer to each other as the cult. Um, huh. So it's a very strong core that's coming out. It's quite an adjective. Uh, yeah, right. Quite a moniker. Um, but we tend to move as a group from, you know, whether we're working with ACT or if we're going outside to, you know, kind of spread our wings a little bit, uh, a lot of the group will kind of move together with the same kind of production team. Um, But we do want to expand that and have new people coming in and getting involved with us and uh, expanding our core. Uh, We had that a lot with Cabaret. Uh, So we had a lot of new faces come in and join us for that, which was fantastic. And we want to see people keep coming in and getting involved. Uh, So anytime we have auditions, we're really posting it to, you know, New Hampshire pages, to Mass pages, any kind of theater groups we can get involved with. We're going to post out that we have auditions. Uh, And that seemed to have a really good reception so far for us to kind of expand those horizons. Uh, But we always want to see new people and new faces coming out and getting involved with us. You get a lot of people from Massachusetts. We do. We had, uh, especially with Cabaret, we had a number of people driving up you from uh, Lowell. You um, did? Coming up with us, yep. Seriously? Yep. You wouldn't think there'd be, I mean, I, I love Cabaret, but you wouldn't think there'd be that big of a drought they would want to come up from Massachusetts. Are there no no groups within Lowell's uh, vicinity? Oh, my God. You know, I want to – I'm going to give credit to us and say that's from the uh, productions and work that we do that well makes people want to come friend. up for this. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, so you've done two previous. You've got this one. You've got two more coming up. Are there things that you guys have not even done yet? Would you consider yourself uh, – uh, obviously not a musical group, but well, you have done musicals. Do you lean towards comedy or drama or, or any of that? Um, I think we kind of go either way. Um, Twisted was a very funny show. Uh, Hand to God has very funny moments with it as well. Cabaret definitely on the more dramatic, darker side to it. Um, Trail to Oregon coming up is definitely on the lighter comedic side, same Cruel Intentions is a little bit of a mix uh, on that, so we'll really go back and forth uh, between it. Done more musicals and straight plays, mm-hmm. um, but we're trying to kind of mix it up a little bit moving forward. Well, it's interesting, too. You had said, I asked you earlier, um, during the time when I <laughs> stiffed him, um, are there uh, shows which you have not yet done, which you think that as a company you would excel at and you really want to try to do? I think so. I mean, so we're always looking at what's coming next and kind of eyes forward to next pitch or next production next season, what we're working forward on. Um, Angelica and I both have a list of like bucket list shows that we kind of pull from as we go. That's a mix of, you know, classic shows and modern fringe shows. So a nice combination on stuff. Mm. Um, Anytime we're going to pick a show, we want to make sure that it's going to be well reflected of the company and that we have a strong cast and crew moving forward with it um, and that we can create a strong product out of it. Are you, so does a thing like royalties, does that 
enter into your thought at all? Like, well, there'd be this great musical or, or play that we could do, but the royalties just kill us. Yeah, it's definitely something that we factor in. I mean, like, Mamma Mia has crazy royalties, and so you would need yeah. a giant space to be able to do it. Yeah. So it definitely factors into it. Um, we, If there was something that we were super set on, we wouldn't let the royalties stop us if we thought we'd be able to create something artistic out of it. Um, there's always opportunities for sponsorship. So if you're interested in sponsoring us uh, for upcoming productions and seasons, definitely reach out to uh, admin at actorscoopstheater.org. Great Happy to get that going. Plug. Or uh, you can email me directly, tomrlot at gmail.com. So where does the company go now? Um, and how many, how many, do you have a core, a number core-wise of people that you, or for the actors group? It's like 10, 8, yeah, 6 I, and a half. It's probably 10 or 12 as our core. Um, you have a board and all that, or is it just kind of freewheeling? So we are under the Kids Coop umbrella, so they are the board that kind of governs us, but we have representation on that board. Uh, oh, I see. The music again interrupting a beautiful... Oh, my gosh. Tom, hang on. Hang on. Got to strap on my tap shoes here. I'm tapping my way out. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your handsome host, Ray Dudley. Yeah, handsome, handsome. I said it. I went there. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and in Manchester, in the Manchester area, 101.9 FM. And we have a web presence, nhtalkradio.com. Tom and I have a lot to talk about. We're coming back. You have found NH Unscripted. I am your effervescent host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the spa-like conditions of the WKXL Studios in Concord. Put more water on those rocks. I can't feel the steam. You can hear us 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Both of those are in Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester and all of our archives and of the other great shows here at the studio can be found at nhtalkradio.com. I see you moving towards the keyboard. Do not do it. nhtalkradio.com after the show. Tom Lott is here today with me. They have a show called Hand of God, which is in its second weekend at the Hatbox Theater at the Steeplegate Mall. You know, remember we used to go down there in the Steeplegate Mall and go to Dunkin' Donuts and go to the little candy store down there, you know, walk by Victoria, never mind. So, um, Tom, how have the ticket sales been? Ticket sales are going. We definitely want to see an increase in ticket sales. Correct. We're getting everybody there. Correct. Uh, so, hatboxnh.com, uh, you can get those tickets. Beautifully done. Um, so for that, as well as Trail to uh, Trail to Oregon and uh, Cruel Intentions, also on sale. So just buy for all of our season, and you won't regret that. Let's talk a little bit about those upcoming shows. Trail to Oregon? Yes. What is that about? So that is a another Star Kid production. So that is... Is it like Oklahoma? 
It's um, a riff on the game Trail to Oregon, or Oregon Trail, the, the video game. Um, so no, it's, nothing about it. Yeah, so I guess it's the goal is to get your wagon party uh, across the Oregon Trail to safety and, you know, the troubles that you might come across on that way. Did you say it's based on a game? It is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How does um, that play out on a stage? It's So the storyline is essentially there's this uh, family of farmers that are trying to find wealth and prosperity um, by taking the Oregon Trail. Uh, the audience gets to pick their names and different things that happen throughout the show. So there's a lot of audience participation in that what? one, which is fun. Um, no two shows are ever going to be the same, which is also very exciting. Um, this is pretty novel in yeah, my mind. Right? I I agree. Um, a lot of fun. The music is very funny, uh, very catchy. Um, and so we're very excited about that one coming so, up. So a show well. like that, since it's called Trail to Oregon, are we talking like banjos and like washboard, you know, for instruments? What What's going on there? It's uh, a more modern sound. So oh, it like is. Uh, keyboard, guitar, that kind of thing. Dang. There may be a banjo involved. Uh, I'd have to talk with our music director on <laughs> that one. Um, but definitely fun music with it. Oh, I, I did have a question about um, Hand of God. So, Hand of God, it it's a small cast in a small theater. It's very intimate. Is it one act, two acts? Is there an intermission? So, it's two acts. Um, it is a very uh, tight show, so it runs about 90 minutes total. Um, so, if hour and a half is what we're looking at for a total run on that. Uh, so, definitely a, a shorter show for what we've done. Got you. Got you. And this okay. one's legitimately an hour and a half. We said Cabaret was an hour and a half because to us it felt like it. Not necessarily <laughs> the case, but this one legitimately an hour and a half. I've been to some shows that feel like they're four hours long, so <laughs> 90 minutes is is a, a, a cakewalk. So um, you personally, where are you going next? What are What's on your docket? Personally, um, next up for me is Sound of Music with the Community Players of Concord. Um, I am in that. Uh, oh so I God. play Friedrich, uh, the oldest Von Trapp son. What? Fun to do at 29. I didn't oh think that God. would ever ever happen. Oh, my God. Good night. Yeah, I know something from Sound of Music, kind of. That sound, <laughs> sound anything like Sound of Music? Um, but what about, okay, so that's coming up. That's coming up. And then uh, I think next after that is a production with Milford Area Players. It's going up in the spring. Um, I don't know if they officially announced Dude, it Dude, you yet. are all around so the state. All, all around the state. Did you say you did something with WAG too? Yeah, so back in the spring, uh, Angelica and I and all the kind of core of the group went over to mm-hmm. Wyndham Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and click. did uh, the producers with them. The col- oh, the producers. I know nothing about, my sister used to live in Wyndham. I know nothing about their acting troupe. Where where are they in Wyndham? Not that, I mean. Yeah, so they do everything in the high school. Oh, um, they do? Yep. Oh. So rehearsals and production all within uh, the Wyndham uh, high school. Are they big? Are they, are they uh I mean, the producers was a great is a great show. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, great company to work with. Uh, Were you Matthew Matthew Broderick? <laughs> I uh, stage managed that one, so that was something I got Dang to experience. It, man, oh. dang it! I thought I was going to get some big news out of that one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it was so you don't have much of a move in then at the Hatbox, right? Because uh, people may not know the Hatbox is not very big, and to move in and out. <laughs> 
Yeah, moving in and out. So we actually got very lucky on this one in that our design was very similar to the production that was in there before us. So we just kind of changed a few flats uh, in their arrangement to match what we had. Uh, so it was a very quick move in for us, which was phenomenal. So it's the least stressful tech week we've had from a tech side. Uh, so very lucky on that. Well, is there any th- is there any challenges to the tech? Like, it seems like it'd be fairly simple. Am I missing something? Yeah, this one, uh, fairly easy. Um, I think we only have 33 light cues on this, which was very That's small incredible. for us. Yeah, we're usually That's in the hundreds up, on that. lights up, lights down. Yeah. So really love that. Um, the hardest thing for us was just, you know, kind of that wing space, just making all everything fit that we needed to. Um, but other than that, it's been very easy kind of working in the space. He graciously mentioned the wing space. Well, let me tell you, I've been at the hat box. I've worked in the hat box. Wing space is being kind. You go behind like a curtain, which is basically a, a towel that's pretty much hanging up. Come on, Andrew. Wing space, baby. <laughs> Wing space. There's no wing space there. Um, so are you guys, obviously then there's, is there music involved in the, the production? Is there like just a background music? Yeah, so it's just kind of scene change music. Um, we have a very interesting uh How many scenes are there? How many could there be in a... I want to say there's five or six scenes there are. in each act. Uh, so some fun scene change music in between them. Is there a twist? You don't. There's all. It's a demon possessed puppet. Like there's always going to be a twist. There's always something going on with that. Um, Definitely don't want to spoil that. So definitely something you need to see. A demon possessed puppet. Oh my god! I have lived long enough now to (laughs) a demon possessed puppet. Okay. Um. So the actor's coop, which my mind really just keeps want to. Anyway, um, the actor's coop is out of Derry. Are they? Are they a non-profit? Are you a for-profit? So we are uh, falling under the Kids Coop side of things. So we are, uh, they are a non-profit. Like a subsidiary? So, of yes. Yeah. Essentially, it's just another program that they're offering, uh, just with a slightly different name, just to keep the two things apart. But it is all the Kids Coop uh, organization as a whole. So it is a non-profit. Earlier, you mentioned some of the 120 shows. Where did that come from? So uh, Kids Coop has done, uh, they're in their 25th season. This is our fourth show with ACT. Uh, personally, Angelica and I, and we counted it the other night, have done 15 shows together over the past two years. Okay, stop right there. That's an incredible number of shows in two years. Ha- that's uh, 24 months, 15 shows. That's like one, one and a half months. Yeah, we're You're usually doing- working on you know two to three at a time, or at least planning the next one at the same time. So. That's an incredible amount of energy. Yeah. You know, a lot of us um, who were busy pre-COVID, when COVID finally hit and we got to take a breath, we're like, what the heck have we been doing? We about killed ourselves. And COVID, while it was a, a terrible thing, it was so great to take a a break, take a breather. You, you're the opposite well, direction. We didn't do that. We started planning. <laughs> you were in there. Okay, we're going to come out of the gate, and we're going to do like 1,900 shows. Yep. We're going to like do everything we can. We're going to fill up every <laughs> single weekend. 15 shows, that, that's an exhausting number. I mean, that's really an ex- Most people might do three or four. Yeah, it, it's definitely an exhausting year. number. I think the tiredest we were was uh, last year we had uh, worked on Sweeney Todd with actor singers which went up uh, first week in November and then we had a week off and then we were in tech for Oklahoma for kids coop so we had almost back-to-back tech weeks man oh man the, uh, folks uh, 
really you have to you have to be in, in the actor side. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Uh, give us the info again. Tom. All right. Uh, Hatbox NH uh, for ticket sales. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, Actors Coop Theater. Uh, we're on all three of those under Actors Coop Theater. You can follow us there for more information. Uh, for sponsorships, ads, uh, or to get on our email list, please email admin at actorscooptheater.org and we can get you involved with that. Oh, he's good. Oh, he's good. And you can get a senior discount like me. You go over to the 99, you can eat over there, then walk across the street to the hat box. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your ever-getting-younger host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL in Concord. Tom, thank you for being my guest today. You can be listening to us on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And this show, as well as all the other ones, are archived at nhtalkradio.com. Tom Lott was with me. Thank you so much for having me. Yes.